think something new under sun. You are listening to the Imprint Companion, the companion podcast to Australia's boutique Blu-ray label, Imprint Films. My name is Alexi Toliopoulos, and joining me as always to discuss boutique Blu-rays, it is Blake <laughs> Howard. Oh, Lex, it is so good to join you again on another Imprint Companion, and this batch is... Uh, yeah, it's a pretty special one. It's so weird mm-hmm. uh, that we're coming up to talk about a movie that I am a special feature on, which is as fucking weird as it gets, and it's awesome, and I'm so uh, just flabbergasted right now. I'm telling you right now, it will be one of the highlights of my entire life to talk to the <laughs> great man behind the latest audio commentary for an all-time <laughs> classic film from the great auteur Alan J. Pakula. The movie is The Parallax View. The special feature is podcast producer Blake Howard spitting those rhymes out while the movie is playing. <laughs> before we get to that, that's how we're going to climax this episode of the podcast. But we need to build to that crescendo somehow. And I think the best way to start is with you talking to us about a film that you had a chance to catch up with. One that I haven't caught up with yet myself. The film is The Last Train from Gun Hill. Blake, what's this film all about, man? These were men of strength and stature who cast a long shadow across the sun-swept desert. Two men who were born to clash, one driven by his unrelenting fury, the other by his fierce and arrogant pride. I own the sheriff, I own this town, I own every man in it. You're leaving on the next train, man. All right, Craig, the last train leaves at 9 o'clock, I'll be on it. But there'll be two men with me. One of them will have a cut on his cheek where my wife lashed him before he raped her and murdered her. Uh, Look, it's, it's a really cool revenge Western mm. and it stars Kirk Douglas, Ooh. the man with the dimple right square in his chin, and Anthony Quinn, the man who is in oh. absolutely everything, playing absolutely every race. Damn, it is directed I love Anthony Quinn. By, He's an honorary Greek. He's played two of the most I, famous Greek characters, so we love him. <laughs> we 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 can all love Anthony Quinn. We can all embrace him universally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's directed by John Sturgis. Mm-hmm. It's a Paramount Vista Vision. Gorgeous Western. Where Wowza, I didn't uh, know this was a Vista Vision joint. Yeah, a Vista Vision joint. Hard, and you just wait until I tell you how this bad boy looks. So, firstly, Kirk Douglas plays U.S. Marshal Matt Morgan. He lives in this little town, which is kind of uh, a very peaceful town. He he's a sheriff who doesn't carry a gun. Um, he's actually in an interracial marriage at the time. He's married to a Native American woman. They have a son together. And his his wife is out riding one day. And when she is, uh, she's put upon by um, Anthony Quinn's son, played by Earl Holliman, Rick mm. Belden, and another one of his lackeys. And they attack and rape and murder uh, old Kirk Douglas's wife, Matt Morgan. His son escapes. When he goes um, um, back and finds out what happened, he basically swears vengeance. And he knows that at Gun Hill is the source of um, this 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 gesture. So he goes and he meets Anthony Quinn, who plays Craig Belden. They used to be buddies. He's a, he's a rancher. And he goes up to him. He takes a saddle because his son recognized the saddle of the rider. He takes a saddle and he says, tell me the rider of this saddle 
Otherwise, you're in deep trouble, basically. And when he puts out this olive branch, Quinn realizes that it's his son and sends him away. And Kirk Douglas isn't having this. So as a one man on a one man mission into a hostile town in, in Gun Hill, um, he goes after Earl Holliman's Rick Belden and he imprisons him and takes him hostage. And then Anthony Quinn, Belden, all of his gang come into this town and they try and bust him out. And it ends up being this like really great tense, like one man against like an army prisoner thing. It's directed by the amazing John Sturgis mm. who whose resume like is scary good it's and like if you don't Westerns, know I'm right? gonna yeah so you've got movies like Gunfight at the OK Corral you've got The Great Escape uh, you've got Le Mans you've got The Magnificent Seven and this is a guy the, the names I'm gonna say John Ford and George Stevens have always been almost universally mm. credited as the guys that Juan Sergio Leone studied um, a, a lot in his career to develop what then became the spaghetti western style and his signature style but john sturgis is a guy who's frame he started out as an editor and he's framing the way that he looks at things and especially both gunfight at the okay corral and now last train to gun hill are so leone style that and 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 john carpenter style these Mm. big deep focus settings these angular framings of watching people cut across the room it is a gorgeous movie. It's deeply ambivalent. Kirk Douglas goes over the edge. He becomes the law. He is mad with power. Even though it might mean that he's going to die himself, he has to seek justice for his dead wife. Quinn wants to give him justice, and but he can't because of his hubris, give up his son. And it just pits these two guys together. And the special features on this disc have, firstly, what's one that's incredible, which is, Leonard Martin talking Last Train to Gun Hill, which is great. He's, he's, he's one just, of my heroes. He's a hero, right? Mm. Both of our hero, the, the original Leonard Martin movie guy, like taught you about movies in yeah, Australia dude. before you ever knew what to look for. He was so amazing. But this is what's really special. Film historian Stephen Prince did the audio commentary for this, awesome. uh, for this disc. He passed away. And so the disc is dedicated to him. Mm. And that commentary I've listened to in full and it is so bursting with wisdom and knowledge and just this deep understanding of editing and staging and his affinity for Sturgis as a personality and all of the, um, like every story you've ever heard about, every actor and all the behind the scenes stuff. It's such a richly researched and just beautiful uh, uh, commentary track. It's so worth it. Simply like must purchase now and me as a western fan this was like a massive blind spot for me and it's made me want to go back and watch all of Sturgis's westerns um and just finally it also stars carolyn sue jones and if you don't know who that person is just by the name it's the original morticia adams as this very conflicting um former prostitute character who maybe wants to hook up with anthony quinn's belden but he doesn't want to slum it with her and there's a great antagonistic relationship that they have in this and it's just terrific and she's not in her full morticia kit but she's strikingly beautiful um but no this is like a really ahead of its time western deeply ambivalent racial politics on show this division stunning perfect on blu-ray love it and honestly 
emphatically recommend this for any person who ever is purports to be a Western fan. You have to have this in your collection. Fantastic. I can't wait to dive into it. Uh, you had me at VistaVision, I'll be completely honest. <laughs> I didn't need to say any more than VistaVision and I would have had you, but no, honestly, VistaVision, it's so sexy, Lex. You would yeah. absolutely adore it. For the listener that perhaps isn't familiar with VistaVision, it is a kind of unique format, right? Like uh, it was, it's used in not too many films. Is the Searchers no, it was, VistaVision? Searchers VistaVision, yeah. It's a, um, it's, VistaVision was a, a print that... Um, was like larger than the standard 35 mil print. And so therefore there was more in the frame. Mm. And because of the, it allowed this incredibly, um, it's like a variant of 35 mil, but it was, it was allowing this huge canvas. Yeah. Um, and you could crop it. You could shoot like whatever you wanted and crop it on for television, things mm. like that. But what, what happened, it actually inspired so many filmmakers to like use the full yeah. expanse of the frame. And I think it's one, Point six six to one. Yeah. Um, so it's a little a, bit uh, more uh, on top than your traditional widescreen, top and bottom. Yeah, yeah li- top and bottom. And so, yeah, it looks stunning. Um, and, and it could go all the way to like two to one um, wow. in the widest of aspect yeah. ratios. But it was but it was really, it's, uh, you know, usually when you see VistaVision, especially when you got a Western, you just know you can get these special, yeah. these special vistas, and everything's going to look great. But yeah, so I I was such a massive fan of Last Train uh, from Gun Hill cool. and Kirk Douglas, just great, we love Queen that great, dimple, dude. Show us the dimple. Love the dude. dimple. Show us the dimple. I'm a simple that dimple, dimple, dude. I'm a simple <laughs> that dimple. Look, that I mean. I would be a simp if it was just for that dim, you know? <laughs> like, I'm happy to be associated to be a simp for the mm-hmm. dim. All right. Well, speaking of being a simp for the dim, um, Kitten with a Whip was one that I didn't catch, but you did catch it. Tell me about this one. Where is everybody? Your wife? The little girl? They're out of town. You can't stay here. On the other hand, you can't just leave. Not like that. Now how much do you hate me, lover? I'm not going. You are going, and now. I see something all bright and shiny. Right away, I gotta pull it apart to see what makes it run. This is a wild one, dude. Uh, we've got two leads in this film. This film mainly deals in uh, this idea that is common in exploitation films from all around the world, which is delinquent girls. And this stars the great Anne Margaret as a delinquent teenage girl who is on the run. She ends up in some rich guy's house. She falls asleep in his bed and he comes home. And he is like a senatorial candidate played by John Forsyth, who, if you are not familiar with, he's got some of the most famous voices in the world, known as Mr. Charles Townsend, the titular Charlie in Charlie's <laughs> Angels. This is the John Forsyth, and let me tell you the name of the character he plays. He plays a character called David Stratton. <laughs> 
<laughs> so every time I heard his name, I was like, come on, this surely not saying. I had to rewind a couple of times. But then this film be kind of becomes her almost holding him hostage in this blackmailing oh. sense of like perhaps she's going to bring scandal into his life by taking over his life and holding him hostage um, and just being around, being minxy and scandalous towards him. Uh, it is an exciting little thriller romp that takes them all the way down to Mexico where he's basically not exactly held against his will but he has to keep going on along with everything because he's afraid of the blackmail that they're putting towards him uh as far as his chances of like senatorial candidateship um it is it is kind of sounds like a sounds like hard candy is mm. is drinking this is drinking the kool-aid of a kitten with a wig i think it is because there is a great tradition of like these delinquent teenage girls like one thing that i like really love is this uh box set that i've got from arrow films of japanese films that is like all about these delinquent teenage girl gang uh of motorcycle girls um it's called stray cat rock uh and it stars the great uh oh god what's their name why can't i remember it stars the great miko kaji uh from lady snowblood and uh scorpion prisoner uh and there is like this thing where it's like, you know, faster pussycat kill kill is another one where we've kind of got like this cat analogy going along much like kitten with a whip and kitten with a whip. I had heard of before because it is a cl- It is the basis for a classic episode of mystery science theater. Really? Yeah, there is. They do a commentary for this back in the day. Um, Amazing. So it's one that's not, it hasn't been exactly on my radar, but I had heard of it before through that. Um, it's fun, man. And Margaret is so exciting to watch. It's beautifully shot. Like, that's what's crazy when you go back to like these kind of films that are like on the verge of exploitation era stuff where you're like holy shit these are gorgeous movies they always have great actors in them that kind of get the pulpiness and margaret is no exception to that and you know she's just always an exciting actor once again we've got an audio commentary from alexandra helen nicholas and josh nelson so i will be absolutely re-watching this film and there are some video essays that i haven't got a chance to get into yet one is called faster pussycat kill kill the rise of delinquent girls in film by kat ellinger so from everything I've just said, you know that's going to be up my alley of research. And then there is also one from uh, Wade Miller and film historian Andrew Nett, which I am equally interested in getting into, which kind of is dissecting the kitten with the whip. She reached for evil is the title of the essay. So <laughs> I am very interested to dive further into this weird little film. It, it sounds wonderful. I love it. I'm into it. I love me some hard candy style things. Uh, the unsuspecting, you know, sophisticated uh, guy and, uh, and and getting caught off guard by a teenager. Knock, it's knock really is great. another one in like the modern knock, era knock. like that. The, yeah. um, what's his name? Eli. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves Eli Roth, and yeah. Eli Roth and the great uh, Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas. First time I ever saw yeah. her was in that film. And memorable. Yeah, and memorable, memorable in that one. Uh, she certainly whips Keanu um, uh, with her kittens. Now, <laughs> we have come to the time. Parallax Corporation's Division of Human Engineering. You will now please cross to the chair. 
will sit down, make yourself comfortable, and be sure to place each one of your hands on the box on either side of the chair, making sure that each one of your fingers is on one of the white rectangles. Just sit back, nothing is required of you except to observe the visual materials that are presented to you. Be sure to keep your fingers on the box at all times. All right, we hope you find the test a pleasant experience. going to be discussing one of the great paranoid thrillers of all time alan j pakula's the parallax view i love this movie i'm an enthusiast for pakula but here today on this podcast is someone who is a bona fide pakula expert and uh you blake howard have an audio commentary on this I have seen the Parallax View a few times. I recently bought the Criterion Blu-ray. So the first thing I did when I got this disc was there's one special feature that I know ain't on that Criterion. (laughs) And it is your audio commentary for it. And before we get into it, I just want to give you a very sincere compliment, Blake. Um, Oh, man. This is a beautiful audio commentary. This is your first one, right? Your first proper yes, commissioned first ever. audio commentary. And it's something that excites me is when uh, they find the right person to be paired up with the material. And for your absolute passion and enthusiasm for kind of proselytizing Pakula as one of the great auteurs who is not often like listed in like a great in like the great influences for modern and contemporary filmmakers yet his influence is always felt you know his classic paranoia trilogy of the parallax view or the president's man and clute i think really stands strong and you really proselytize that in this audio commentary with like such great passion but the greatest strength where it feels like it's fully the blake howard experience is you capture that passion you capture the kind of very deeply learned research that you were so imbued with because you are so deeply uh (laughs) I was going to say passionate again, but I'm going to say nerdy this time. You are so deeply (laughs) nerdy when it comes to like kind of discovering about production. But more importantly, the thing that I often feel that um, like a scholarly uh, audio commentary can lack is you also are able to help translate the poetics of a film uh while they're happening before your eyes and with a film like the parallax view that is in a sense a straight down the line paranoid thriller yet because it is made by an absolute master and because there is an element a very very famous element that in this film which is like this iconic tape uh, being played to Warren Beatty that is like a hypnotic experience the first time I ever saw that tape in the film is one of the most immersive moments I've ever felt in cinema and to have Blake Howard going against his will speaking over this moment <laughs> is really really special when it comes to unlocking what this tape is doing and how it is doing it 
you fully capture the poetics of this film that I think is often rare in audio commentary. So my my absolute sincere applauding to you, Blake. You did it, dude. You you got oh. to the plate and you knocked out of the park in a moment of triumph. Oh, look, I am. Uh, I have no idea what to possibly say at any of that. Say um, thank suffice- you, and we can move on oh. from the sincerity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll say firstly, thank you. Secondly, yeah, it is. Um, not only was I honored to do this, um, to be a part of it, it, it was truly intimidating. Like mm. the actual film it, itself, Pakula, uh, what this film means and its, and its tendrils and its impacts in, in mainstream movie making in the United States, um, still felt still deeply influenced by people for people in the nineties, still deeply influential. I think even more so now in 2020s, yeah. as we're heading into the 2020s. It resonates differently um, and- now, this film. Yeah, totally. And so actually sitting down to do this was completely scary. I was absolutely terrified that I wasn't going to live up to what my immense expectations for myself uh, to, to, to do it for this film. But I'm so, you know, so grateful. And you're one of the first people to hear slash listen to it besides me and my wife. I made my <laughs> wife watch the whole commentary. Um, and her only question was, are all commentaries like this? Uh, because she's never yeah. really watched a commentary before. So to hear that from you, man, means the world. And yeah, like truly, if you don't already own the Parallax View and look, even if you own it, I'm going to be selfish here and say, get it because it has my commentary track on it. Of course, I'm going to say it's a, it's great. It has my commentary track on it. But truly, um, if you don't already own the Parallax View, it has never looked better. Mm-hmm. Um, has the incredible Basher art on the front, and it's got the other um, alternative art of Beatty with the 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 siding scope on his eye in the middle. Mm-hmm. It is such a great film. It, it like towering has other great uh, witnesses of conspiracy video essays on there. Matthew Sweet um, do, does another chat about the Parallax View. Kim Newman talks about conspiracy thrillers and we love Kim um, and all of his stuff. And there's also film historian um, Kevin Lyons who jumps on there and does a commentary track as well. Um, and I'm just, you know, thrilled to be part of this package. But truly this is like, um, you know, it's one of my favorite movies of all time by one of my favorite filmmakers of all time. I'm a Pakula guy. Yeah. And so the opportunity to do this after talking about his 1976 masterpiece, All the President's Men, for about 135 hours in podcasts. Um, I was ready to do this for Mr. Pakula. The next thing is you have to write a book on Clute because you've covered all the other... <laughs> you've covered audio medium, you've covered the visual medium now. Clute, you've got to do in the written word, babe. <laughs> well, I better get cracking on Clute. Holy dooly. Um, and it was Jane Fonda's birthday today. Oh, so happy, happy birthday, birthday Jane, Jane, as we're recording. Um, we love your work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, truly, this is, uh, yeah, re- really special. So um, if, if, we're, if, I'm, if I'm being objective, um, the pick of the batch, um, the pick of the batch may be Lady in a Cage because I don't think many people have seen mm. it. Uh, but truly, if there's a dueling crown, yeah, you've got to have dude. a prom king and a prom queen. It has to be. You got to get Parallax View. Lady if you're in listening a cage to this podcast, is a discovery because I'd never heard of it. You'd never heard of it. Stars one of our guys, James Khan. But Parallax View is like a proper masterpiece. Parallax View is my mum's favorite movie. Like you know, <laughs> this is a special big movie. So, uh, I, it, this is the stocking stuff of the season. If you're looking for that last minute pre-order for a Christmas present. Yeah, you, uh, guys, if you're listening to this show and you've enjoyed our show uh, and and you enjoy our, our now often what feels like monthly uh, mm-hmm. series of chats that we have about this incredible Blu-ray label imprint films, this little boutique, um, 
you have to buy this. Mm. Like we want to see, we want, if there's one that we want to see sell out, we want to see this one sell yeah. out. And you know what? If it sells out, then maybe Alexia and I together, maybe back to do a commentary together one time. Who knows? I'm keeping Wouldn't my that be fingers something? crossed, dude. I'll keep my fingers crossed. Fingers and toes crossed. This, uh, look, I, I don't know how to say anything. I'm going to have to let you take it out because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm too chuffed with compliments. I've been assaulted by such lovely things being said about me. So I, I don't know what to say anymore other than get this goddamn movie. It's amazing. And uh, you might hear a little bit from me in there. Absolutely. It's a great movie. It's a great release. It's a beautiful disc. It's a wonderful life. Of course, we wish you all a Merry <laughs> Christmas here from Imprint Companions part of the conglomerate that is One Heat Minute Productions. My name is Alexis Holiopoulos. If you want to see more from me, you can head over to Twitter and Instagram. I'm at This Is Alexi. My dear friend Blake is at One Blake Minute at all of those places as well, uh, including Letterboxd, huh? You do Letterboxd too. Mm. You don't You don't do always Letterboxd? promote it, but he's on there, babe. So am I. <laughs> I'm on there and sometimes... And, and, so sometimes, sometimes I'm a little scared to put my, my ratings are when I see lots of people being effusive about films. I I'm like, I'm just not going to rate that right it. now. I'm bold yeah. and I am powerful. I always put I- my rating, <laughs> even when I know that I'm going to be in the minority disliking the biggest <laughs> movie of the year. I put it up there bravely. And I put up bravely when I loved the what is surely to be the most divisive movie of the year too. <laughs> I'm bold and beautiful on Letterboxd. You, you, bold and beautiful on Letterboxd. That's you. Mm-hmm. Bold and beautiful in real life. Thank you so much. You've got one Heat Minute Productions, the podcast feed that you are listening to now. Some great things are popping up there very soon. I would say, does this come out I before would say, or after I, I, a certain release coming I would, out on Christmas I, Day? I, I, I would say that for everyone listening, if you haven't already checked it out, there is a brand new Increment Vice epilogue. Oh God! We're bringing who, the entire. Who could be the possible guest for some shit like that? Well, dude? of co- well, well, of course we're bringing back Cat Corbett, who is our sort of liege, mm-hmm. and of course we're bringing back host Travis Woods, and of course I'm lucky enough to be back with Trav, and he's chosen me to come back, mm-hmm. and some other person. He's actually a filmmaker. He wow. directed a little movie called Sydney, and then he directed Boogie Nights. Yeah, if and, you want to uh, watch Sydney, it's available on Imprint Films, dude. It's sold out it's very called, quickly. It's sold sold out as Hard Eight, uh, Boogie Nights, Magnolia, Punch Drunk Love, The Master. Mm-hmm. There will be blood, inherent vice, mm-hmm. licorice. Pizza, Phantom Thread, that's right, we got him. Paul Thomas Anderson is coming to the final episode of Increment Vice. You heard it here, probably after you've already uh, heard something else, but this is the first time you're hearing it. Jump back. Uh, We are capping a show that ended just over a year ago with an exceptionally special bonus episode Mm -hmm. with the man himself. And I couldn't be prouder of Travis uh, and uh, and and the whole team, and, and it's just been so fun putting that little band back together. It's uh, it's as we have said in the episode, and as Joaquin Phoenix hears in Inherent Vice, it don't mean we're back together. Yeah, man, so exciting! Check it out. Thank you for listening to us, and we wish you a very merry Discmas, everybody. <laughs> merry Discmas and a happy blue year. Yeah. That's nice. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Hi, this is Blake Howard, host and producer of One Heat Minute Productions podcast. We dive into the great and underappreciated cinematic works, often one minute or one scene at a time. Our crew of guests are some of the most wonderful filmmakers, writers, authors, and critics ever assembled. Our shows include One Heat Minute, Josie and the Podcats, All the President's Minutes, Increment Vice, and right now, Zodiac Chronicle. Check out oneheatminute.com or find us wherever you get your podcasts.